Boom! There it is, ladies and gents. I know love grows, or love makes the heart grow fonder, but the problem today is finding those love connections. If you're struggling with that in your life, then this episode is for you. So let's get this one on the road. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Look, a business can give you everything you want in life. Prestige, wealth, freedom. It can also take everything away from you. This show is for those who are willing to take that risk. These are the real-life stories of entrepreneurs. But before we start, I have one small favor to ask. Please leave a comment. It can be advice, critiques, tips, feedback, or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency. So thank you, and welcome to another episode of Business Plus! All right, ladies and gents, let's do this. When I used to be in the dating world, we would pass notes in class, talk on the phone until my parents needed to use the line, and then we went to the movies. <laughs> Today, the dating world is so much different. I couldn't imagine finding a match on an app, and yet people do it all the time. So what makes a dating app good or bad? Today's guest is here to share with us how to find a match online, uh, how finding a match online can be so much better than today's singles are used to doing. So let's get ready to talk dating with Mr. Cohen Gera. All right, my brother, let's do this, man. Talking dating. I'm, I'm literally sitting in a classroom. Our school is like 3,000 kids strong, right? So some of the advice uh -huh. I give my students all the time is, Never let one guy or girl ruin your style. There's so many other fish in the sea. You have the opportunity of a lifetime right now, and it's about to end for these high school seniors. How'd you get into That's the true. dating app space, man? Yeah, so uh, quite an interesting story. So I used to be in online marketing for the last, I think, eight or so years. So in the beginning, I used to have affiliate websites. So I would have affiliate websites. I have an, a website that I promote different products. And then what I would do is I would use SEO to drive traffic to those websites. And that was like my main business. I was living in Thailand at the time. I've lived all over the place. And then when I was living in Thailand, what I noticed that um, I had my five minute breaks in between because it's hard working, right? You're like, you work 60 to 80 hours working on your business. So when I had my five minute breaks, I went on dating apps like Tinder and then I would text and the conversation didn't really go as well. And I'm not a very bad texter in general, but it just wasn't going very well. And I was wondering, what's the reason why my messaging isn't going very well? And it was because I was in the mindset of like work, like logical mindset, like thinking about, okay, you like me, you match me. I like you, I match you. So let's set up a date right now for tomorrow coffee, for example. And in general, that doesn't really work because you need a little bit more finesse. You need a little bit more conversation going back and forth. But that's like a busy entrepreneur that I was. I didn't really have that time. So then I realized, hey, this is actually something that is uh, that the world needs. The people who build businesses, the people who are very busy working at a, at a career, they need something that helps them to take away that and to make to simplify things. So that's why I made Hovalo and Hovalo takes over the dating profiles of entrepreneurs, professionals, people in general who are very busy. Yeah, finding those like-minded people is not always the easiest gig in the world. I mean, it's tough to be able to connect with somebody in person, uh, and it's much more difficult online. I, I mean, for me, right away, I start thinking of catfish, right? And it's not just catfish with the person, the individual. Sometimes it's your own personality and profiles. Uh, my background is in the real estate space, and I love watching those realtor memes 
where they have like two separate pictures. One's like a horrific, <laughs> ugly looking person. And like, this is what your realtor looks like when they show up in real life. And this is what your realtor looks like on their business card, right? Like two completely yeah. different people. So, you know, yeah. when you're, when you're hanging out online and you're looking at these profiles, I'm a guy, right? And mm. I'm going to speak for most guys in here. We judge right away based on what that person looks like. I mean, that's going to be the first in instinct match. Whereas a female doesn't, I mean, yeah, she's looking for the hot guy too, right? But there's more to it that I think a woman is able to kind of look past looks when the guy has more personality, he's fun, yeah. he's engaging or a little bit dangerous, whatever it is. So how do you get that across in, in an online profile? Yeah, so it's very important that you portray yourself in the best way. And I actually, I thought about a tweet the other day, like yesterday or something. And I was like, actually, it's kind of allowed for guys to catfish a little bit more compared to girls. Because when you look at the both sexes, in general, um, for the man, it's more important that he has good personality and all that kind of, all that kind of stuff. And for women, it, like looks matter a lot in in. in like that's kind of like reality that's what guys are attracted to like i can lie about it but that's kind of like how, how reality works that's how most guys work at, at least right yep. so in some ways it's a little bit allowed for guys to catfish a little bit more compared to girls but for example i have friends who are extremely successful guys in in business and you i i, I say okay show me your tinder profile okay show me your bumble profile they show the profile i'm like you look terrible in this like bad photos, unoptimized, like a bio that's just boring or not even a bio. So it's very important that you portray yourself in, in, in the best way possible. So what you can do, for example, is highlight and note down what are my values? What is What makes me a valuable person? This can be that you're fun to be around, that you're good at sports, like all those kind of things. So you make a list of that and then you try it. Okay, how can I portray this into my online dating profile? All right, well, I'm going to give you this, dude. Um when you become a certain level of success, it also puts a target on your back, right? Not just in business. Sometimes that becomes you get sued and stuff like that. But on the other side, I mean, let's face it. I don't want to attract necessarily a gold digger, somebody who's going to come and date me just because I'm going to take them out somewhere or just because I have a nice car. I want to make a genuine connection with somebody. So, you know, portraying something about me that might kind of – you know, I, I get it. It's going to hook somebody in, right? Look at my Lamborghini, bro. Like this thing's awesome. Of course, you're going to want to come talk to me for a little while, but it doesn't really make that long-term connection. How do I make it? I mean, do I hide what I have or do I literally show it and only connect with people who have similar type of lifestyles? Yeah, that, that's actually a good question. There's like two two options right so some people would hide it and they would uh, try to scare away from it but at the same time you're able to offer somebody something that they would not normally get like it's something that you work very hard for to be able to offer yourself a certain lifestyle but also your partner right when you look at celebrities for example like they might have very hot attractive uh, girlfriends and stuff but reality is like the value is the money you're able to offer them a certain lifestyle a certain level of comfort like all those kind of things that other people cannot necessarily offer then again totally agree with your point like you need to be able to filter out those people that you are like they're just there for the money nothing else like there's a, a population group where it's like uh, very wealthy established businessmen that are like let's say 50 plus that have that have like girlfriends that are like 20 25 right and then you there's a very big chance that they're only there for the money 
So your job when you're an established um, when you're an established guy or you have some money laying around is your job to when you meet a person to filter it out to look in the, into the person's eyes and 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 see is this person really into me when I'm talking is this person really engaged or is this person just wiggling there or or on their phone or all that kind of stuff right. So you need to make sure that you don't wear the pink glasses. You put them off. You don't think like, oh, my God, this girl is perfect because she's probably not. Right. And then you look yeah. into her eyes and it's like, what do I see? What is she thinking? What is she thinking when she's meeting me? And also they uh, often the gold diggers, they will portray a certain behavior. So they will try to expect things. They will want want things, all that kind of stuff. So if after the first date, she expects you to buy a lot of things or take her out super fancy, nice things then that might be a girl that is maybe not exactly what you want. So let me ask you this. Uh, I, I I know there's a, there are certain t- types of places. Let's think a country club, for example, where in order for you to have membership into that place, it's really expensive, but you get mm-hmm. this nice exclusivity, a spot on the beach, your own cabana, people come serve you. And the price maybe on that place, the annual membership on that place might be 50, 70, a hundred grand a year. Right. And so, you know, you start to think like, well, who, who has that kind of money to do that sort of stuff? But the people who do, are are paying for that exclusivity they're paying so that the people they yeah. meet there are a certain quality of people right the people that have uh, a similar lifestyle that have that kind of uh, that kind of uh, ability to they don't have to worry about anybody trying to be on the come up these people are already at a level of success that they want to be yes. in so is there you know when you're working with with online platforms are there any that have that sort of exclusivity where it's like Look, dude, you have to meet criteria X, Y, Z in order to be part of this place because yes. the people that are on here are that level. Yeah, so they're, they're – but then again, when you look uh, – let's say you have an entrepreneurial guy. The entrepreneurial guy not necessarily looking for a woman that, that makes millions, right? The entrepreneurial guy wants to have girls that are attractive and interesting. Like those are like the two main things that they want. Somebody who's in general, they are looking for somebody who's passionate and somebody who wants, for example, potentially if they want to have kids, they'll probably look for that. That's a big screening point. Somebody who wants to have kids later on. So they're not looking for like, oh, I want to have a woman that makes like 200,000 a year or something like that. So um, in that sense, you cannot just put a monetary thing on it. But what you're saying, they have it, for example, with Seeking Arrangements. So Seeking Arrangement is a website pure for like sugar daddy dating. Like that's one example, like all the way out there, would you say? Because those guys are, they need to pay for love. They need to pay for the dates. They need to pay for things. They shut up as sugars. That's something that has like gone on to, like it's coming up lately in the last five to 10 years. All right, fair enough. So I know what it's like being a dude. I know what guys are looking for because I'm a guy, right, myself. But let's flip <laughs> the script on the other side, man. I got a daughter yes. who's going to be entering yes. like dating age, essentially. She probably already had a boyfriend or two, if I'm being Ooh. honest with myself, right? Uh, <laughs> kind of scary. Uh, plus, there are women in this room. Now, they want to they wanna experience yeah. and find dates as well. How is there or what should a girl do to protect herself? Uh, because at, at the end of the day, guys can be dogs, right? There, there's there's mm-hmm. bad stuff that could go on, meeting places, you know, all that kinds of stuff. So how can a woman protect herself uh, to potentially screen these guys to make sure that she's meeting the right person? Yeah, so it's when you look at the women, ex- the experience of a woman on online dating apps is a lot different than guys. So 
in general, girls get 10 times, if not more, matches on dating platforms. So 10 times, because that, that's kind of like how the, how the game is being played out right now. So a lot of, when you're a woman, a lot of women actually quit online dating because it's too overwhelming. They're like, I have 400 matches. What do I do as a woman with 400 matches? And that's not even like the top of the cream. That's like average. That's like a lot of girls get, if you ask your students, you'll, the girls will be like, yes, if I go on Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, I get a lot of matches. Every time I swipe right, it's a match, match, match. So um, what you need to do in order to screen it out is have asked them questions for what they want and don't instantly um, give up the goods, so to say. I think those are uh, things that can help with that criteria. I actually had a conversation years ago, I think like five years ago, I was talking with a friend of mine. I was living with him in, in Budapest. And I asked him, like, what are, the criteria, what are the characteristics of a girl that you've dated longer? And often those were girls that we wouldn't hook up with at the first date or who could, who wouldn't hook up at the first night because there's some sort of more intrigue and specialty if that doesn't happen at the first stage. So, and then it's like figuring out what the guy wants. And in general, my advice for women is date guys that are older. That's like date guys that are like <laughs> five years, seven years older, because in general, they will be a lot more mature. Even though you might not like it, that's kind of like how it is. If you want to settle down, it's a lot easier to settle down with a, with a guy who's 30, 35 versus a guy who's 20, 25, who's just hustling, coming up with things, like uh, going out, going party a lot. You know, if, if, if a guy is, is that in that stage of his life, how likely is he to do that? And then when you have conversations with him, um, is he bringing up the stuff like settling down, children, all those kind of things, stuff? Or is he like, whoa, 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 calm down? So that's, mm. those are questions that you can ask. Yeah, it, those are definitely things. Um, my concern is also with uh, like, when guys slide into your DMs, it's not always the most appropriate uh, stuff that they're either sending you via pictures or in conversation. So what are some yeah. red flags that women can look out for? Like they find a match, they find a dude, they're like, you know what, this guy's cute, he seems nice, uh, and she wants to have a match with him. What's some of the red flags that she should steer away from when when entering into a conversation versus just a quick connection? Well, entering a conversation, it's, it's a little bit hard to say, right? Because like, what are the exact red flags that you're looking for? If you're looking for purely like the physical part, which she might not necessarily want, like just make sure that you don't engage into the physical conversation. Like when the conversation turns about like, hey, send me pictures, all that kind of stuff. Uh, teach your daughter to not necessarily instantly do that. First meet up at least once, if not two times or three times before you send any uh, private photos, so to say. Like that's in, uh, something that, helps a lot what you're trying to do as a girl is try to understand like what is this guy what is he thinking and what is he doing and and is that are those two aligns because like it's not always aligned what a guy is saying and what a guy is doing so make sure that those two are aligned in order for you to make an estimate of like what what does this guy really want and what he wants is that in line with what i want all right, let's talk about apps because obviously your app is a little bit different than some of these other apps that are out there. What's the main difference between some of these? For example, like if I told you, hey, Facebook is where like my mom, my grandma hang out, right? TikTok <laughs> is becoming more yeah. of a search engine. Instagram is for, uh, you know, more of a, a, a yeah. picture, more of a, a, 
a fantasy world of where you think your your life is perfect. Like every platform has a different sense to it, a different crowd to yeah. it, a different vibe to it. So what are the different platforms that are out there and what are the vibes that go along with those platforms? Yeah, so we don't have a platform. So we are active on platforms. So what we do is we take over the dating profiles of our customers, our clients, we take them over and we do the texting for them. So we set up the dates. That's what we do. We, we are like a date online dating management company. So we manage setting up the dates for clients, the swiping part and the texting part, because that in general takes the longest amount of time. So we have experience with different apps. So in general, Tinder is the hookup app. But big disclaimer, uh, one of my clients just went to uh, Bulgaria to live there for a month, Sofia, Bulgaria, like amazing fly place, nice, awesome. And he was doing the swiping on his Bumble account. And he sat after two days, he said, Kun, I'm done swiping. There's nobody here. And so it's like, okay, why do you think that reason is? And they are like, everybody, so you're on Tinder. So in different locations, different apps got used. Now, America is overall a little bit the same. But when you go outside America, there's different countries use different apps. Facebook dating, for example, is big in Mexico, like stuff like that. But in general, overall, when you look at American market, um, Tinder is more of a hooking up app. And then Bumble and Hinge are, those are the two biggest ones after that. They are more serious. All right. So then let me ask you the question uh, about outsourcing, right? <laughs> Robert says, dating has evolved so much. You're right, Dr. Rob, it totally has. I mean, this guy's been through it himself. So let's talk about outsourcing it, right? Because, you know, I use a VA, for example, to take clips yeah. from our social media and turn them into bite-sized pieces that I can throw on TikTok, I throw it on, on Instagram. But they're not actually engaging with my audience, right? When somebody sends me a DM, that's me who answers it. When I leave a comment, yeah. that's me who's answering it. Um, I, I want to keep kind of that personal vibe of who I am with the content that I'm creating. Yeah. Uh, so why would I want to outsource this? It reminds me of that Will Smith movie Hitch, right? I mean, <laughs> that, that guy came around. He was like, look, I'm going to guarantee that I will find you love, but I'm going to create you uh, into the person that you need to be so that you are that lovable person that you're looking for, right? So, uh, yes. and, and I feel like a lot of times it's it's that. We always are trying to find somebody else who's going to fix our problems for us. But really, it's kind of us who needs to change. Who do we have to be? Who do I have to be in order to attract the person that I'm looking for? So what's mm -hmm. the benefits of outsourcing my dating conversations and putting together those match matches? Uh, there's two two main reasons: time and efficiency. Like time-wise, okay. Okay, Cupid did a research. The average dating person who does online dating spends 45 hours a month on it. Whoa! 45 hours is a massive. That's a whole work week for a normal person. Now, if you are working 60 to 80 hours, do you have time left for that 45 hours? If you're like a very busy business person who has responsible for the family, like 100 people families, right? You have like 100 people who are working for you and you're giving them bread on the table. Do you have another 45 hours to look for the love of your life? Or does that, is that work required to do the work that you're doing to take care of the stuff that your specialty is? Your specialty is doing the thing that you work for, the, the, the business that you have, the, um, the job that you have. That's your specialty. So you need to subtract all the hours that you're doing in order to funnel that into a system where you don't, you don't know the dating market, you don't know the ideal texting times, the ideal text messages, like how to structure a conversation, all those things most people don't know because they haven't studied it. We have studied it. So we know how to do all those things to get better results. 
because instead of opening with hey we open with something else it's a lot more intriguing oh dude time time is a big one man to it so I, I I made my post today and it had to do with, uh, I said, your brain is fat. And I was, you know, people <laughs> looked at it like, okay, your brain's fat. What do you mean? I go, because you know how, like when you are consuming uh, cookies and soda and candy and you don't move very much, your body physically gets fat. Well, I think uh, what you explained right now, 45 hours, you're literally consuming all these different images or you're swiping all this different time. Your brain's getting so fat with overload, essentially, that you need to kind of make a shift. You got to kind of be that creator. You're asking, yeah. you're, what you're looking for is that efficiency that, look, I'm going to take the time to figure out who it is that you're looking for. I'm going to make that connection for you. I'm going to set that date up. But the rest, the rest is up to you. So let me ask you yeah. a question. If you set up a match for me, right? So I, I'm, mm -hmm. I hire you guys, you bring you on, we're out here, you're connecting me with different people, you set me on a date. Um, do I admit to the person that that wasn't me setting up the date? Or do I keep that kind of, uh, you know, outsourcing yeah. thing as, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I understand. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like are you my wingman and I know you, you kind of hooked <laughs> it up or do I never say anything at all? Yeah, that's, that's always fully up to the client how they want to do it. But in reality, um, I'm not sure if, you've, uh, if you were dating in the time, but a lot of your students will agree that um, a lot of people, if they have an interesting match and an interesting conversation and they don't know what to say, they'll go to the body and it's like, hey, what should I say? You know, or hey, what should yeah. I say? They will share the conversation because they want to get the best result, right? So in how, is that ethically speaking? Are you the same person when you're using the line of your best friend who said, no, 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 you need to say this. Are, are, are you the same person? So, and at the no, same time, right. we have a whole document that we, that we keep about like who this person is, how, um, where he works, where he lives, all the things that he's passionate about. So we keep a, a document. So we are portraying the client as how he is in real life. It's just that we're making sure that he doesn't have to do the time investment. Instead of telling a hundred girls, hey, my hobby is golfing, we can just write, write, hey, my hobby is golfing. So we are portraying the client as how he really is. There's also, I'm not sure how well known you are with online space, but there's a big discrepancy with how somebody is online versus how somebody is in real life. Same oh, goes yeah. for us. We text it back and forth, but it's very different from how we are talking right now and communicating right now versus the emails or the messages that we wrote. So I think there's always the big discrepancy. And I don't think it's a very unethical thing to do because we're trying to help people. And the girl that is getting on a date, we're also trying to help her by making sure that she gets on a date with a guy that she likes. But if that guy that she likes does not know how to set up his Tinder profile and he doesn't know how to send the messages on Bumble, he will never go on a date with, 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 with him, right? Mm. So it's for them, it's also a win. It's like a win-win situ situation. It is not necessarily somebody is getting the short end of the stick no i like that i like that 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 does make sense because i know these guys for sure be sending conversations to each other look what he said look what he said what should i say, what should I say? <laughs> that is definitely a common thing a common occurrence i hear all the time so let me ask you uh results wise right so obviously for the most part people are dating to find a match for not just the short term they're hopefully looking for a long term yes some of them are looking for short-term fun but a lot of them are looking for a more long-term relationship so i'm wondering are you getting invited to like baby showers and like weddings uh, from your from your clients? Like, dude, thank you. You found me the love of my life. This is the person I wanted yeah. to be with. You need to yeah. come to the wedding. Does that sort of stuff happen to you? 
Yeah, so in, in general, when people find their relationships, in general, they're very happy because they save time and they found a person that they are very happy with, you know. But in general, they keep it on a low because um, in general, they're not publicly uh, putting it up on the Internet. Like, hey, by the way, because there's people don't understand it. They, they don't have they don't have had this conversation that we're having right now. Right. So it's very easy for somebody else to superficially be like, oh, you, you use that or. Oh, how can you use that? You know, it's so unethical. It's so, so bad. You know, while every party in the interaction gains from it, they're still trying to cut it down. So in general, people don't um, publicly post it. So testimonials and stuff is very hard to get. <laughs> yeah, people are stoked, you know, and, and it's also for me because like I, I used to do online marketing. I, I'm very good at online marketing, uh, SEO, you name it. I'm very good at that. And I was at a point in my life where I was like, I can, I can start another online marketing project where I know exactly what I need to do. I have all the resources. I'm friends with like one of the biggest experts in the industry. I'm, I have everything set up there. Or I do this other project where I'm passionate about, where I help other people, people that are sacrificing so much for uh, the world uh, the world become a better place. Do I help those people because they are struggling with it? Because I knew I was a lot better texter and I had a lot of better profile than most guys out there. And the guys in your class will probably attest to the fact that as a guy, online dating is hard. As I just said, ten t girls get 10 times more matches. Some guys in your class will not get any match because their profile is bad. And that's a sad truth. If your profile is bad, um, uh, um, your pictures are bad, and you don't know how to text, it's difficult to find dates. Some might not even have a date a month or a date every two months or a date every year. They might open the app, upload their pictures, and then just be sad about it. That's another aspect that we, we, we provide. That our clients don't get emotionally invested about it because they stay away from it. They don't get the rejections. They don't get the ghosting. They don't get all of those stuff. And we don't feel emotionally attached to the client's profile because it's not us, right? So it's actually like a very helpful thing. Oh, that's a super win-win. I never thought of it like that aspect of it because the rejection part is the part that sucks. I mean, rejection in almost any aspect of life sucks, but we kind of have to go through it. It's actually where we learn the most is from that sort of rejection. You're literally curtailing that they get to face rejection from their own personality type right so once you set up the date now you actually got to perform as a as your own individual as to be that person who you are and hopefully that match kind of goes to that next level so what what kind of pushback or like let me ask you from the business standpoint we got a couple minutes left here before before we run out of time as a business model um how how successful were you to get this off the ground? And the reason why I'm asking is because I'm considering starting another show called What Beautiful Women Think. And I, it was okay. it's designed to kind of help uh, the nice guy who can't really, who, who doesn't really know what to say, or how to, how to uh -huh. speak to a woman, you know, that sort of thing. And so I'm wondering when you started this off as a platform, how accepted was it by the marketplace? Uh, and how, how, did your, how did your business grow? Yeah, that's actually like I I legit have calls. So at first I had like a, a call that we would like just discovery call would be the one call that I would have with prospects because I was like just like okay I'm gonna have a call with a prospect and then I'm, then then they either want it or they don't want it. But because we often get people on calls that don't fully understand what we're doing, we split that call up because um, the client has time to actually process it in their brain. Like hey, what's going on? What, what are they going to do? All that kind of stuff. Because this is a new product, right? This is a fairly new product and service that we're providing. So in order for the client to buy, they need to go through the process of like understanding how the product works, all that kind of stuff. So if somebody watches an interview, for example, of an hour or watch a YouTube video and then clicks on another one and another one, 
that's a lot different from what somebody who comes in relatively cold via referral, via LinkedIn, via something else. So like that's a very important aspect of like education, educating the buyer about like, hey, this is what you're getting and this is what you're saving, right? Because it's very easy to have it. I also met somebody like three years ago in a bar and like I had a kind of an okay relationship with, you know, and then so people can think like, okay, so why would I really get it? But at the same time, you know, okay, so you got in three years, you got like one relationship out of it and you couldn't choose because you didn't have a lot of choice, right? Versus if you would get onboarded by us, you would have choice. Like every month you would get, let's say four to eight dates, right? So after mm -hmm. a certain period of time, like after three months, you have like 12 to 36 different dates. And out of those girls, you can pick the girl that you really think matches good with you versus good luck running into a random person and just dating her because there's nothing, you don't have a lot of other options, right? Like some guys have tons of options through their work, through their social circle, all that kind of stuff. But a lot of people also, definitely with COVID, for example, um, a lot of people are having less and less social contact, contact, right? So let me ask uh, the last final question, of course. Uh, if people found this super interesting, they want to utilize this service, they're like, you know what? I don't want to go through that rejection. I'd rather somebody who's good at this social, uh, at this uh, dating online platform stuff to handle it. How can somebody get a hold of you? And, and what does that look like when they do work with you? Yeah, so they can go to hovalo.com. H-O-V-A-L-O. -O. Um, and there we will just have an intake uh, conversation. So we'll actually get to know your situation and who you are and then figure out like, hey, are we able to help you and how would that look like? So then we would, if, if you decide to work with us, we would onboard you. We get to know who you are. We get to know what you're looking for, all those kind of things. And uh, based on that, we do all the matching and the texting and all that kind of stuff. So we take it step by step. We improve that profile. We take everything from A to Z all the way to when they have dates, we help them with like, okay, how do you optimize all that kind of stuff? Our goal is to make sure that they get successful relationships. Boom. There it is, man. Dude, Cohen, thank you very much for coming on the program today. Dating, man, the most difficult thing a couple has to go through to figure out, uh, do I even want to spend more time with this person or not? It's not an easy thing. The heart wants what the heart wants and it doesn't want to get broken, but sometimes that happens. Thank you very much for coming on the show. You're going to make it a lot easier for a lot of dudes to find that match. So uh, one more time, ladies and gents, Havalo is scrolling across the bottom of the screen. That's H-O-V-A-L-O.com. Go ahead, check it out. See if maybe you need a little help with your online dating. You never know. It could be the match that you're looking for. Thanks a lot for coming on the show, Cohen. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. And we're out. It's over. Go home. Is your business in need of marketing? Try starting a podcast. But not just any podcast. Podcast like a pro. We can show you how to take your business from being invisible to becoming a brand people trust. Go to www.businessbros.biz to get started today.